Oh man, Brad is in here. It is. Oh wow, Brad! Welcome, welcome to the uh, the podcast, the Free the Sour Stone podcast, the uh, the Groupon, the uh, the coupon you get at Target that doesn't come in handy, but you have, and you're happy you have it. Yeah. No, I mean all those things. Yeah, all of them. Well, that's you know. That's what we like to do here. We like to uh, like to hand out things. It's kind of like those CVS receipts where it's just like you get 25, what is it? Uh, the next purchase you make, $25 or more, you maybe get $5 off something. Like one of those things. You know, I like to be very specific and it's not going to come in handy. But here we are, Brad. Here we are. We talked about it. And um, yeah, we're doing the podcast. Crazy. Crazy. It's only happening. It's, it's, you know, this, it feels like a bomb's about to go off, but it is. Yeah. And I just, I feel like I'm close enough to watch it go off, but yeah. uh, not bomb probably. going off in, in the audience's pants. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a, that's a fair statement. I mean, you know, it's, it's been a while since. Uh... <laughs> you know, it's been a while since Hiroshima and I gotta say, well, I, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> listen i wasn't there but like i i visualize it sometimes i look at you know the stars and i think explosions i don't know the thing is brad look look i'm not a scientist i never claim to be a scientist i sell furniture okay i am a furniture salesperson hmm. but i'll be damned if i don't stare at the stars and think of hiroshima yeah i mean that's like i mean all of us are lying in the gutter but only some of us are staring up at the stars that's beautiful i like how you emphasize that i i felt like i was with the stars but i'm in my room right now and i don't have like a window open or any kind of ceiling like window you don't thingy. have any kind of ceiling i don't have a ceiling damn, it's just... damn. <laughs> when it rains i'm pretty damp wow it's a struggle let like me tell a, you a wet ass eli <laughs> Honestly, that that's just typical. I mean, yeah. just I wake up and there's just a bucket of water that's dumped on me. I don't know who does it, but I assume it's probably one of my parents. I don't know. Wow. But uh, you know, speaking of waking up, I, I had an interesting uh, interesting time waking up today because um, I, uh, you know, for a long time recently, I've been having a difficult time sleeping. I've been taking melatonin, drinking tea, doing all the nine yards, and like it wasn't helping. I lay there for hours, just tossing and turning, and just mm. it's difficult. I, you know, there's different things I tried. Sometimes I find when I shower before I go to bed, it, it comes in handy, and sometimes I find like when I exercise a lot or when I donate, like different things sometimes help, but it never, it's never one fix. It's always random. So. I actually slept really good. I feel like I, I got to bed really late. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't have felt as well rested as I did. And I had a good conversation with my friend Dave about this. And he was saying like, you know, he's basically saying that like melatonin doesn't help you fall asleep. It makes you feel like you're more well rested though. And, and it certainly did. It paid off. And um, I was leaving, um, you know, I was over in Brooklyn and um, I was leaving there this morning and uh, you know, um, so so i'm driving away now keep in mind brooklyn is obviously a state away from connecticut now i've driven back and forth you know from connecticut to brooklyn plenty of times you know that i have friends in in uh in brooklyn um girl i'm currently dating lives in brooklyn pretty wow. cool um but that's the thing it's a whole state away 
And it's like, that's a lot of turning, a lot of directions, a lot of other things. And it's just like, you know, that it's an easy time to kind of get mixed up and kind of get lost, right? It's very easy. So my, my emphasis for saying that was because, and before I go any further, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't emphasize currently dating. That just, that just implies like, oh, you know, like this week I'm dating this person. Next week I'll date somebody else, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, one of those things. I know our generation is very into like just kind of I don't know jumping around quite a bit, but I, I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a peaceful little yeti. I don't, I don't move around a lot. I find a nice pile of snow and I sit and I don't know. If that's a good reference. I don't know. Okay, uh, but <laughs> the point is, yeah, the your point girlfriend's is, a pile of snow. We, we I, get it. You know, you know, I I was actually thinking of myself sitting in snow. I was thinking that scene from like Jack Nicholson when he's frozen. I was thinking that was me, and yet. I'm not Jack Nicholson. I've tried. I can't be Jack Nicholson. I did my best. You know. You went through your Jack Nicholson phase. I did. I did. I did. You were there for it. I mean, there was a time I, I went over your place in Bethel and I was like, Brad, I, I want to kill my family. And you were like, don't do that. And I said, wow, that's, that's compelling. Now, keep in mind, this is not my parents or my cousins. It was specifically my wife at the time and my child because they just, they wouldn't listen to me. They were just demeaning and I'm, I'm a sensitive flower. Okay. I need to be taken care of. I need to be watered. I need to be um, grazed, you know? Mm. And, and here they were just saying things like, Hey, how are you doing? I'm like, who, who are you to ask me how I'm doing little boy and, and wife, you know, like craziness. Like these people want to catch these hands or something. I don't know. They should have but, had respect. You know, it's like, it's like they, if they didn't want me to pull out the ax, then they could have just not spoken to me. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. It was, you know, it was a choice on their part. Brad, they made a choice. Rest in peace. Anyway. I really, so, I really do miss your wife and your kids, but. Um, oh, oh, dude. Oh, you miss my wife. Well, um, <laughs> that leads me to my other statement. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm always suspicious of how. Uh, not how not my you kids, are. your kids. Okay. Let's, let's move oh, on. Oh, um <laughs> Besides my kids, because you know, like they tend to look like you. I mean, you know, my yeah. my uh, my son, quote unquote. You know, he he would always kind of emphasize things like you do. He would, uh, you know, oftentimes he would say my name, Brad, and I thought that was suspicious. I'm like, your name is Carl. Why why are you saying your name is Brad? You know, and I'm like, who do I know whose name is Brad? Hmm. Oh, Brad. You know, of course. So here's the thing, Brad. Here's the thing. I've gotten heavily off topic. I have to complain about stuff, of course. I had things to bring to the table here, the metaphorical table. Now, today, as I mentioned before, I'm leaving Brooklyn, and I'm I'm driving into uh, you know, uh, I'm driving home from Connecticut, and it's 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 one of those things where like you know, again, I I've driven, I've done this drive a bunch of times, like it, and it's not a big deal. Like I love driving, I do, I enjoy it, and I enjoy kind of stretching my um capabilities as a driver going to places i haven't there was a time period i was afraid to drive in brooklyn and now it's just nothing now it's like eh, no biggie although i do check my phone frequently to make sure i'm going to right you know going the right direction because i oftentimes make a wrong turn and my you know hour and a half commute ends up being four hours who knows now i wasn't very far away um from jumping on the highway but I was just double checking. I was looking at the phone. I was like, okay, where do I go? And, you know, I was at a standstill. And then all of a sudden I hear a knock at the, uh, my window. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I look and it's a cop. I'm like, uh, so I look at the window. And he's like, hey, can you pull over over here? 
I was like, um, sure. Very perplexing to me. It wasn't like a cop pulled up on me and I saw lights and a siren. It wasn't like I got pulled over. Just out of nowhere, this cop literally walks into the traffic to knock on my window. So I zigzag in between cars. Not a lot of space. This is the city. Okay. Now I pull over and the cop walks up to me. He's like, oh, you know, the reason we, uh, we pulled you over, um, we, the reason, him and his multi-personality disorder, um, the reason I pulled you over is because I, um, you know, uh, I saw that you were kind of on your phone in the middle lane, this and that. And keep in mind, my phone has GPS on. Mm. Um, so I literally show him, I'm like, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. Like I, I, I'm not from here. I'm from Connecticut. I'm trying to get home. Um, and I, I showed him my GPS. I was like, I was literally looking at my GPS and he goes, well, that's no reason to look at your phone. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Okay. Officer. Yeah. Clearly, <laughs> clearly that's not the proper thing to do. He didn't give you a ticket I'm or anything, did he? Oh, oh, did he? Yeah. So I explained it. And then this, this guy's trying to tell me that for some reason, even though I'm registered and I'm set till 2021, apparently my information wouldn't pop up in the system. So he's recommending I go to the DMV and get that worked out. I'm like, okay, some sage advice there, officer. Um, but no, he gave me a summons and I had to go fight that. And I'm just, I'm just like, really, dude? Like, I, it's, it's in the morning. I'm heading home. Again, I'm a state away. You can look at my license, look at my registration. That's not real. And, you know, you tell me if it makes sense for a kid from Connecticut to be looking at his phone with the GPS on real quick so he can make sure he makes the proper entrance ramp so he doesn't get late to work. Because, by the way, even though I was making I was kind of making good time, I was very close to getting late. And because of this guy pulled me over, I got late to work. <laughs> um, so, you know, so I got the summons and it was just aggravating. I'm like, okay, cool. It's, it's not an exact fine either. It's something I got to like fight online and, Damn. you know, it could be anywhere from $130 on. So, you know, I'm going to fight it. So, so that's like, that's, that's for looking at your phone. Yeah, literally. Yeah. It's literally for like, I checked the direction. I literally was looking yeah. at directions. It, I wasn't texting. I was just making sure. And it, and it sucks because I, I, I can understand why like, you know, someone being on their phone while driving can be illegal. Like, cause that's a yeah. major, that's like the major step before like a car crash, you know, but if it's looking at the GPS, that's not, that's not something that should be intrusive, you know? No, I agree. And you know what, obviously subjective because there's a lot of drivers out yeah. there that should not be, yeah. there's people that make mistakes. Um, I can understand maybe if I was swerving or if I almost hit somebody, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm being a little bit biased towards myself, but it's one of those things where I literally showed him, I'm like, yeah, here's my Google maps. It's on. And the guy's just like, that's not an excuse. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> hey, you're not a real cop. Are you, <laughs> you know, I just, I look at this short looking man trying to tell me what I should or shouldn't do. And I'm like, first of all, you can't reach the top shelf in a grocery store, buddy. Don't tell me what I should be doing. Okay. And second of all, like, you know, it's one of those things, the older I get, the less love, the less loving I am of cops in general. It's just, okay. you see these stories. <laughs> I know it's turns. Here's, here's right? my question for you. If, <laughs> yes, yes, if it yes. turns out that he's, um, if he's a fan of this, uh, podcast, uh, if he's watching, uh, if he's listening right now, uh, what words do you have to say for him? Um, you ruined my commute home and I hate you. Oh shit. <laughs> I, I tried to go back to that place. It was so Did, bad. Eli, Eli I, didn't, didn't your kindergarten teach you that hate is a strong word? Okay, so again, my Jack Nicholson phase. I killed my kindergarten teacher. So that, that <laughs> damn, doesn't. Apply. Damn, I forgot. I forgot your kindergarten. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Full <laughs> 
Well, here's the thing. I, you, you forgot I married my kindergartner. Yeah, teacher. That yeah was I didn't want to go there. I didn't know if you wanted that public. <laughs> you know, forget the fact she's like 30 years older. You know, cougars are cool. Yeah. I mean, I've always liked cats. I currently have a house cat, 15 years old, and he looks healthy as a um, um, a cat. Yeah, anyway, he vibrates the house shakes. It's pretty impressive. Wow. Um, so, so I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's weird. Cause you could obviously sit here and say, well, look, I shouldn't have looked at my phone. You're right. And, and for all intents and purposes, I deserve the ticket, but at the same time, why though? Come on, bro. Like I'm yeah. literally looking at my Google maps. I'm trying to get to work. Cause I'm literally leaving, you know, I'm, I'm leaving, um, you know, the girl I'm dating's house. Right. And I'm trying to get to work on time, you know, yeah. so this way I can like, you know, this way, obviously for all parties involved, I can just be on a good standing with everybody and not, you know, this and that. And luckily my boss is mad cool understanding this and that. Cause I did end up being late, but like, and I showed him the ticket. I was like, sorry, this is what happened. But ideally I don't want to show up late and I don't want to rely on the, uh, the kindness of others, you know, but um, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's one of those things where like, as I get older, like I was saying before, I have a harder and harder time appreciating cops because it's like, when do I ever encounter cops? I only ever encounter cops when they want to like take money from me, yeah. when they want to rob me, or like when I'm watching a video of them attacking it, somebody online. It makes it surprising yeah. how cops, even though they're controversial and many people, you know, have a lot of qualms with them, but the cops have like basically a huge fan club called the Republican party. So <laughs> I've heard of these yeah, people, but yeah, um, not upscare, you know, and, and they have this guy called Trump in office who, you know, for all intents and purposes, shouldn't be there. Yeah. Lost the popular vote. The electoral college is a thing. So here we are. Um, which also reminds me, uh, while I was at work, I was kind of just, uh, you know, work was dead. So when I'm, you know, while you're working, you try and do the things you need to do, like pay your bills, stone the cat. Um, also, I, uh, I registered to vote. So that was cool. I, I really should have done this sooner, admittedly. I'll be honest with you. When I had gotten mailed the, uh, I think it was the ballot, I threw it out. Because in the earlier times, I didn't take it as serious. Yeah. Not saying I didn't. Not, I shouldn't say I didn't take it serious. It's just like I really didn't value my vote as much as I do when, now. What was the first election you could have voted in? I I don't know. Uh it was would have been Clinton and and Trump and Trump, right? Was, yeah. Yeah, of all candidates, yeah. of all candidates, I don't. Man, like that. Oh God, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. You know, Clinton Foundation, and they're they're tied to Epstein, Epstein, whatever you want to call them, and I don't know, man, like. Trump's not good. Hillary's not good. You know, obviously, I guess you could say Hillary's a lesser two evils. It's kind of like the same situation now. Yeah, like Joe now, Biden. Now Trump has an even worse, you know, reputation. Because before he said hor like really horrible things, like saying that, like obviously the Access Hollywood tape, you know, about like grabbing their pussies, which I hate to say, but that's what he said. And then <laughs> it's just not graphic, yeah, isn't it? And then yeah. it's just gross. Like literally saying like, oh, they let they let you do it. You know, I don't care that when they have a wife. Like he said all that stuff. Garbage human being. And then yeah, then saying, you know, like how we should be killing the families of our enemies. Like he said, that's a rough quote, but he said that. You know, um, 
I don't know, talking about like foreign wars by saying that he's going to bomb the shit out of them. You know, it's just completely disgusting person to invest, like to, to, to like elevate to the most powerful human being on the planet, you know, but um, yeah, no. And, and then what's he done in office? You know, he's caged children, you know, he's threatened trans people's rights. Um, he's, you know, made it, made America, you know, even better for the exorbitantly wealthy, you know, he's defunded uh, education, you know, all, everything that I couldn't possibly like disagree with him more, you know, on everything, you know, and most Americans hate, like really don't like the guy, even most Republicans uh, are uncomfortable with him at the least. So yeah, no, hor horrible, horrible president. Yeah, no, I, I think, uh, it's a little mind-boggling to me at this point, just with the things you've mentioned. And, and the funny thing is, bad enough, bad enough, but yet that's only some of the things that have made him one of the most infamous presidents of all time, yeah. right? He's done countless bad things, and yet he still has diehard supporters. I, it's, I just, it's a little mind-boggling. Yeah, I just have to feel, feel the need to go on because I, I know I probably don't even know all of it. You know, I'm not, I'm, there are people who watch the news 24 seven. I'm not one of those people, but I can go on. Like he didn't know who the fuck Frederick Douglass was, you know, like it, it was, you know, I think it was Martin Luther King day and he was congratulating everyone who was there and he congratulated Martin. I mean, Frederick Douglass, when Frederick Douglass died, like a hundred, like, you know, over a hundred years ago, you know, he was fucking saying like he was saying he's talking about shithole countries you know he was saying how we should get immigrants from norway and countries like that instead of shithole countries when he was referring to africa you know he's like his his dad was literally a member of the kkk but you don't need to extend things to you know you can just look at trump himself to see what he is but it's something that you know it's it, he's Oh, yeah. And then when fascists came up, you know, he said that they're good on both sides, antiquating people who are fighting fascism with fascism, you know, like, somehow I feel like I haven't even given him a bad of enough rap here, because I know there's more things that I should, that should be coming to mind right now that aren't. But yeah, no, I, yeah, sorry for interrupting you. But yeah, no, he's, he's horrible. Oh, no, no, you're good. You're good. Listen, um, I think you're forgetting the cardinal sin, though, of the Trump administration, and that is they corrupted the YMCA song. I don't remember that. With this. No. Oh, so there was a video circulating where I think it was at a rally in AGA. And, um, that's my guess, right? Oh, it, was it so wasn't bad. that. That that's the most obvious thing he could have done. Oh, it, it was, was okay. but it was like his father dancing, and they were so into it, and I was like, I don't get it. And it was like a bunch of these, like, you know, <laughs> you had some like middle-aged women out there and you had a bunch of like younger, like people just dancing and stuff. And I'm like, of all things to get crunk over, yeah. like you're just, you know, and, and in the song they're talking about, um, again, it's in the theme of YMCA and they're addressing haters won't let it, will bring us down. And I feel like anytime a group needs to address their haters, there's, there's probably how do I say it? It's like anytime you need to reference your haters, you're probably deserving of that. It reminds me of when the Flat Earth Society, um, they had a fucking, 
they had a documentary that came out on Netflix and they all got together and they chanted, we're not crazy. And it's like, well, you, you kind of are, yeah. you know, <laughs> you're not, but you're kind of deflecting. It's, it's the same thing there. It's like a lot of times when people really feel the need to address haters, it's like, it's kind of like you're, you're suppressing the reason that you're getting hated on. Yeah. You know, when, people pick out things. And- yeah. When people tend to address their haters and their the people disagree with them, they tend not to, you know, uh, kind of talk about the actual points that they're, the people who disagree with them are making. They tend to, you know, just say, you know, it's a straw man them, you know, to give them the worst possible argument. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, listen, it's, it's, you know, and this is cringy. It's cringy to listen to and to watch. And I'm like, how, whoever owns the rights of YMCA, I'm sure they do not sign off on this. Cause that's not, this does not connect it's like when it's, um the band was was gay you know i don't remember yeah. the, i really should remember their name but no like i don't know if all of them were gay i think i think they all were though um yeah so no that's ironic it reminds me how really horrible now i got it i don't like taking this to such a dark place but there's someone who was really like homophobic in my high school um and it, it, one of his favorite musicians was you know, a well-known gay musician and he would love them. And then also say like, yeah, like gay people should be, you know, like they shouldn't live. Um, so, so yeah, it really, really bizarre how people are. Can I guess what like gay musician sure. he was a big fan of? Freddie no, Mercury? David Bowie. Uh, David Bowie's bi, but yeah. Uh- Damn. Okay. Well, you know what? If it's not if it's not gonna be Freddie Mercury, David Bowie, or uh, Rob Halford from Judas yeah. Priest, I mean, yeah. who actually only came out in recent years too. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he was. You know, he hadn't mentioned it until recently. You know, so which is interesting because, uh, you know, and I guess it's understandable too. I guess I guess in some ways, if you're known for being something for the longest time, you know, when you when you develop something when you change something or when you address a change in your life or or reveal something you know there's that fear that people walk out the door and they're like oh you know i can't joke with this person the same i can't be around them you know there's always that fear right um you know but uh to your friend too like listen i not my friend someone i know but (laughs) that was was the wrong way to address them just yeah to your best friend there. Um, uh, well, you know, I think it comes from a place of hatred too. Cause like I used to be homophobic when I was younger. I just, I just didn't understand it. And I remember in my lifetime, it went from acceptable to say, I'm not going to say the word, but you know, like that, the, the anti-gay slur, it was acceptable yeah. to like, oh, it's forbidden, you know? And it's interesting all in the span, at least in my lifetime in middle school, people used to say yeah. it all the time. And now by the time I got to high school, I think that's when it I, was like, that, that- whoa. That was my experience as well. But I grew up, you know, maybe like, yeah, just two years. There's only two years difference. But I'm guessing if you, if I walked into a middle school, I would hear that word thrown around all the time as well. Like, I think it's oh, yeah. probably that it's just when you get older, uh, it shifts. Um, mm. You know, like I'm guessing middle schoolers are still saying that, but probably to a somewhat less degree, you know. I, I think the most major sh- that's definitely been a shift though. I feel like the most major one is um, trans people. 
you know, because like when I, I remember when I was, I think I was in my like second or third year of uh, middle school when I first like heard about the existence of trans people. And I remember when that came up in some health class and people raised their hands and like openly said like, you know, like that that's ridiculous or something along those lines. And still in high school mm. and that kind of topic would come up, even in the classroom, people would feel the need to like, some of them would just say something like that. Um, some kind of like Ben Shapiro line, like facts don't care about your feelings or like anything like that. Uh, but there's definitely been like a massive cultural awareness, like shift in that topic, like massive, you know, uh, like when I was, I think I was almost at the end of my high school career and I didn't, uh, I don't know if I'd heard about people who are, no, I just heard about people who are non-binary, people who don't identify as male or female, like at that time. And now, like, you know, now I know like boomers who are familiar with that term, you know, like it, it's just awareness of that has just grown exponentially in, you know, the past couple of years. Sure. No, it's, it's interesting. You know, culture changes over time. Even, um, I was telling my mom about this, even something as simple as the way we text inherently different and, and, you know, not, not to go off on a side tangent, but just yeah. as an example, um, I don't know if a lot of boomers understand, like for us, if, if someone texts me something strange and I say, you know, if I throw three dots out there, it's usually to emphasize that whatever I was texted yeah, weird. Yeah. However, they use it all the time to emphasize that they're going to continue their oh. feelings. So it's, it's just interesting, right? Yeah. It's so frustrating when you read it <laughs> and you see these people do it all the time. I just want to message them. And yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, culture yeah. changes over time and you know, there's people that roll with things and adapt and there's people that don't. And, and it's, you know, um, it's, it's interesting because then when you work in retail or the food business, and you can even say any kind of job, but I feel like mainly retail and food business, you're kind of like at the front lines dealing with people. Yeah. You know, you kind of have culture shock in some ways where you're like, oh, this is the extent of humanity right here. There are some super sweet people and very kind, very just willing to love you. And then there's kinds that are just like, I'm going to hate you until you prove your worth mm -hmm. to me, you know? Um and it's, it's very fascinating. And I, you know, it, it amazes you to this day. Like, uh, you know, I was, I think I was telling this story the other day, like I was working at, uh, you know, lazy boy and we were trying to sell this lady a chair and, um, it'd be funny if she listens to this probably. Um, here's the thing with the whole shutdown, there really hasn't been a lot of availability for a lot of items. And there was a whole bunch that were coming in, but it doesn't list a date, which is not something that normally happens. So I told the lady, I said, I, you know, it's not listing when it's going to be shipping in, but my boss had told me that there's one other chair on the floor. Um, it's identical to the showroom model and we had just gotten it in and she said, you know, you can sell to this uh, customer. So I told the lady, I said, listen, you can buy this one off the floor. I was told I can sell it to you and I'm, I'm technically doing her a favor, but then the lady's like, well, can you lower it since it's a floor sample? And I was like, uh, it's already discounted. She's like, yeah, but you know, it's been on the floor. And I, I point the tag, I'm like the delivery tag from, we got it from delivery team. I said, ma'am, it literally, it still has the tag on it. Like it's, it's pretty new. 
She's like, well, how long has it been? I'm like, God. like mm-hmm. I was talking to her this past Saturday. I'm like, I think we got it here Thursday. And it was just obnoxious. She just continued pressing about like, ask your manager, ask your manager. So I, no, it was just a chair. Okay. You know, it was like, it was a recliner and, you know, and I, I go over to make appearances and I ask my boss and I come back and I'm like, yeah, she said, yeah. no, you know, like, and it's just, it's just annoying. I don't, I don't like when people trying to haggle. Yeah, yeah. I really don't, you know, loves me the wrong way. It's like, we're not going to negotiate with you. We're not a franchisee. Okay. We can't just do 80% off an item because we like you or cause you're complaining, you know, we can do 30% off because corporate says so, you know? Um, so that's, you know, sometimes you deal with people that are yeah. very entitled. So, sometimes you know, like working at a furniture store, old- you just need to sit the customer down. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you really, you put perspective yeah. there. Sometimes you just need to break your legs to make yeah. sure they never sit yeah. up again. Uh, you could bring a horse to water and you can't but make you a can drink. Take I don't a know. If you break the force them to sit. <laughs> now, how many times I've done that? People come to the store, they're like, we're just yeah, window we shopping. You don't sell windows, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you want to you get. You want to get yacked right now? I just bring them yeah. to the parking lot and I just back my truck oh my over God. them. <laughs> <laughs> Window shop in my store? Do you know who we are? Wow. Dude, we are we are a scary group. Yeah. We're a lazy boy. We're not lazy. We're busy. Nah, but like, but like it's okay to it's okay to like window shop, obviously. I just think I I cannot relate to people that get upset when a salesperson approaches them there, there's a group of people out there. They're like, I hate it when a salesperson just they're runs out. To me it's like, yeah. well, they don't need to be an asshole. About it, the thing. I'm guessing, just... I mean, I feel that way sometimes, you know, um, but I don't yeah. hate them. I hundred percent get it. Like it just doesn't really make sense. I'm just a little bit nervous, but I hate when yeah, people no, get that's, tight that's about it. I'm just like, that's, that's a different reaction. Than just yeah, like people. No, I no, no. I'm sorry. You're good. Well, you know, you know. Here's the thing. I, I just think that you know, you walk into a place where they sell things, and someone approaches you in hopes you'll buy it, and you're mad that they're trying to do their job. It's like that. That just that's okay. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> what a concept. You know, I hate watching the news and the anchor just talk. The anchorman's talking to the TV, like. Yeah. What? <laughs> I hate politicians because they write bills and they try and pass legislation. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? You ever go into a barber shop and just boo them? <laughs> you ever see them chop hair and start screaming? Like, what? you know. I, I do know. that. Yeah, uh, I scream at those bartenders, I, uh, bro. Or no, no, sorry, no. You didn't say bartenders. You said barbers. Yeah. Did not yeah. say bartenders, so I'm not yeah. correct you. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna compliment it, and I'm gonna sit here and think about it. Let's have a moment of silence for bartenders. Okay, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to laugh there. It's like just because I was thinking about last night. We went to this bar. We went to this pub called Patty's Pub, and this really ridiculously Irish man 
it was just speaking to us in a thick Irish accent. I'm like, of course, an Irishman yeah. works at Patty's Pub. And I was thinking about him, and I was just laughing, thinking about this moment of silence. <laughs> I was dedicating this specifically wow. to him. I bet he can feel it right yeah. now. Like he feels this warmth, and he's like, "What's going on?" But then it passed. I, oh, oh man. you know, like, like, Brad. I know you've been yeah. married for the past ten years, but do you ever meet Irish like um, uh, pub people, and you're like, "I'm willing to break my vows, laddie." No, I'm I'm very faithful to my fictional wife, actually. Um, yeah. Wow. You know, Sarah Jessica Parker is not fictional. That's true. She's a horse. <laughs> yes. Yes, she is. You know, it's kind of unfair. Like, she's really been like saddled with that reputation. Um. <laughs> oh. So. God. Yeah. It sucks that everybody refers to her yeah. as a horse. That's got to sting. She's got to like. She's got to live in a fear of being just made fun of and having the long, why the long face joke just told yeah. to her over and over again. She's got to worry about jockeys chasing her around town. Like, yeah. it's a hard life. It, it's know, not man. the jokes. I, I respect her. Horse. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That was, that was powerful. That's just, that, that, just that joke had me. horse power. Right. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. For the sake of it, how much? How much horsepower are we talking? Like five? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's better than an average human, so technically that's pretty fast. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm the equivalent of a horse, I like to think. And if that horse and me were here, um, film a movie which horse like, <laughs> a, hypoth like a hypothetical uh, horse and you got together okay wait wait what's, what are yeah, you going to do we're going to film the scene it's gonna be alright um god god had nothing you know. to do with what you did with that horse okay <laughs> Oh God, no! That really makes me think about this meme, and it's so true. It's just you have all these rappers out there, and it's just okay. Too many rappers call themselves artists. Okay, and maybe it's just me being nitpicky. There's a lot of great rappers I listen to, and I, 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 you know, I'm big into rap. But like, okay, there, there's a song, or no, there was a meme where it's like, <laughs> okay, it's gonna sound graphic. I try not to swear for my child listeners, you know, but here it is. Um. The song title is called "Fuck Me in the Ass." By the way, and... cover your ears, children. <laughs> cover yeah. your oh yeah. After I say it, oops. <laughs> Assume you listen parents. Um, and and basically at the awards, the meme is like that's the song title, and then at the awards show, the rapper is like, "I like to thank God for the inspiration," and it just shows God just like <laughs> with such a horrified look on his face. And it's so true. It's like, you know, you could see Cardi B and the other girl. I, I don't know her name. Sorry. The freaking WAP star. Um, you could see them at an award show just saying, I like to thank God. <laughs> like, I can see that. They're just thanking God for WAP and for just WAP with United. That, that, you know, that facility that deals with wildfires, the one that's going on in the Amazon, you know, it's a good company. I, uh, a good charity rather. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I donate money every week. Um, 
forest fires are bad, Brad. It's true. By the way, you know, if the listeners don't know, yeah. you, don- you donate a lot of blood. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Thank you. Well, you see, I, I, yeah. I, I like vampires. So you just want to feed um, them. The, yeah. Um, as long as it's not some abomination type, negligent type, freaking sandbox, dumb, little freaking half-eaten candle version of a vampire yeah. like twilight you know I- i'm bitter i'm bitter i'm sorry stephanie myers like on site i'm telling you it's on site fam you took a vampire and a werewolf and you said wouldn't it be hot if they had a three-way yeah with just a girl just some when, when she started eating Ooh, that candle she should have finished that really yeah you know you know like i mm, i, I just, <laughs> Like Stephanie Meyer, I don't know why I know that woman's name, but when she tasted that candle, she should have just continued, you know. But instead, she instead she published the this book. So oh God, this sounds questionable. When she had that candle, she should. <laughs> God, I just mean, why? Why the hell did you do that? Yeah. Why? I want to for money. Why? Actually, no, probably. I'm guessing she probably loves what she For does. Money. You know, like people tell people to like follow their passion, but some people's passions are going to be cringe to you. You know, damn. Fuck her passion. Listen, Patsy. You know what she did? She took Nosferatu, okay, and she took Wolfman and diminished them into well, a big wolf and a well, tiny I, vampire. See, there's been like studies on like what kind of like erotica women read and i don't know like the top 10 like one of them's like a surge like this like the top 10 like things that happen in them when when you take them all and you see what's common between all like women's erotica that's successful and a lot of the time it's like surgeons pirates ceos and the other ones like werewolf i think um so i mean that stuff for a long time for some reason like that kind of like weird like pirates i don't know like (laughs) i don't know i don't know it's it's always stuff i guess that's like dangerous and um i don't know powerful you know that seems to be like the running theme between surgeon ceo pirate and werewolf you know Okay. Well, I, I think it comes down to survival. I think you want to be with somebody that is, you know, obviously going to protect you. And it's kind of that, it's that survivalist attitude we have. Like we, we have a lot of our evolutionary traits from our ancestors. Like, why do you think yeah. the majority of us are afraid of the dark? Because a lot of predators usually would lurk in the dark that could hurt us. Um, it's, it's the same reason, like when it's rainy out, we get tired. Cause like not, you know, we, we just want to rest and everything. Cause usually that's a restful time period or, um, yeah. you know, cause it's like, it, it reminds us of night. Um, the same reason, uh, I'm trying to think of other examples. Uh, well, I think that's all true, I, I but I, I think it goes a little bit, it's a little bit different than that though, because honestly with all of those archetypes, you know, and from the way that, they also talk about a general plot line. It tends to be like the male love interest in the beginning is like disinterested and, um, you know, and, and the female needs to like kind of convert him. 
like like there's a lot going on uh besides just being powerful now he seemed kind of like maybe not the surgeon but but with the other ones especially with like pirate and sea oh, there's also kind of like a kind of like danger element for some reason i don't know why but it's um i don't know i just heard of that's i heard about it through jordan peterson it was some book by like some people who worked with like google uh, analyzing like stuff and they wrote that book and i just heard about it but um wow yeah no i don't know it's 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 odd I, like it's odd but yeah well jordan peterson he's a very intelligent guy and um I, you know he has an interesting take on god too because i know he's very religious but he has a very good point of view on that where it's like you know a lot of people debate whether or not you know um like does it matter if there's a god and things like that and he he said an interesting phrase where he goes like you should live your life as if there is a god just for the sake of like the accountability and i thought that was a fascinating thought like you don't necessarily have to believe but it's good to kind of hold yourself accountable and i don't think that means you have to be like every verse of the bible but i think certain things like we all can agree on you know like uh you know love your neighbor and everything love your neighbor's wife every other tuesday when, he when work. um you know when paul when he's late from work i mean <laughs> but you know like like don't kill don't cheat don't steal like like a lot of common concepts that we all can kind of abide by um I, I think that I think that's interesting. I'm not I'm not shocked to hear that he's you know usually intelligent people are intelligent in a lot of other ways too. They're not you know it's not like they're a one craft one trick pony. Usually they show signs of intelligence in all fields. I feel like like even to some degree, even if they're not well versed, it's usually like a intelligent approach. Um, but uh, you know, you, you know what you know what innocent segue here i think i think what's cool is that um you know with this whole shutdown and everything i feel like it's forced people to either kind of adapt and grow or just you know work on their homes work in their gardens yeah. or kind of turn to art and um i think it's a cool time for self-exploration everything where um you know i think it's kind of cool to um you know invest in art and do that thing and everything um, as I mentioned, you know, um, girl dating salad and everything, Sarah, rather, uh, you know, she's a crazy artist and everything. I mean, crazy. I mean, yeah. like it's, it, it doesn't good, make so. sense. I sat down next to her. We're hanging yeah, out. Like, I, I, I think her, it's stuff, crazy. Like, she really starts of, like people are artists and her stuff among a lot of the people I know, it's some of the best stuff. I think it's good. Oh. Oh man. Yeah. No, honestly, I'm sitting there and it's like, what's crazy is that she can do it so nonchalantly. And what I mean by that is you would imagine something that looks that good would take so much time, precision and in focus. And you imagine you can't have people around, you have to have certain uh, requirements. She's sitting yeah. next to me, just painting something. And yeah. it looks phenomenal. Like literally in, in like a minute, it's like, you made that, like you literally just yeah. created that right there. You know, incredible, incredible for me. I, I need for sleep, I need complete silence. For other things I'm doing, I need silence. When I'm writing, when I'm doing photo editing, for the most part, like sure. I, I need to have time to myself, you know. But she's just sitting there, just doing her thing, you know. She she really just, you know, all all she needs is just a, a paper and you know some like color utensils or like you know whatever, and that's it, you know. So 
it's it's tricky it's tricky dating someone that's cooler than me it's it's a struggle let me tell you because i think i'm a cool cat brad let me tell you i'm a maine coon on a little mountain slope in new zealand but then then along comes this freaking this this cool cat over here and i'm like all right all right all right you know give me a run for my money it's, it's, it's a struggle yeah i mean but, but you are a cool cat though yeah ah ah well thank you Thank you. Well, Brad, you're you're an impressive bald eagle yourself. I, I I watched you the other day as you you were scouring a mountain and this goat was hanging on the side of it, and I saw as you grabbed the goat and threw it off the mountain, and as it crashed to the floor and died, and then you ate that goat, and I thought that was crazy. Yeah. No, I mean that did happen. Yeah. That a hundred percent happens and it's it's a screwed up video because <laughs> it's like the cruelty of this big bird this big majestic bird to just damage a goat i like goats okay i'm a yeti don't get me wrong i'm a damn yeti but like seeing a fellow goat get attacked like that just <sighs> just it struck a chord with me i had to go for a jog and uh, you know I don't, I don't jog anywhere I had to run from my problems, as you do. I'm sorry you seeing me you know? destroy a goat traumatized you that much. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. That was hard for me. Okay, we're not talking about the goat. It's about me. This is about my exploration. This is about me dealing with my trauma. And I, I think you need sure. to be sensitive to my issues. Thank you. So, I appreciate so what, where, where can we take this? I feel like we've, again. we've gone so deep into this tangent that we have to kind of scale yes. our way out of it. Uh, there's, there's a light above us as oh, we're scaling God. up um, from this tangent. What is it? Okay. So there is a light and I'm, I'm going to describe it to you. So it's a flashing yellow light and it's this oil dispenser that I bought from the vitamin shop. Um, and it's emitting this steam. Wow. And it's like a lemon. It's an actual light you have in front of you. Uh, you know, it admits steam. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, like it's an oil dispenser. So you fill it up with water, and you do a couple of drops of the oil dispenser thingy, uh, or it's an essential oil, you know. And um, you know the things you take instead of That's vitamins cool. and instead of medicine. And uh, <laughs> no, but it's cool because it's it's like a I, I'm imagining a steamy so light. Sick, and I'm like thinking steamy. that's pretty much all I've ever wanted. You know, that's pretty cool. But that's like I bet it ties the room together. You know, I have an odd room. Sure. This house is very oddly designed. It, it's like somebody wanted to build an upstairs area and they made two well, massive wait, wait. So rooms and like then they two gave massive up. Rooms, instead of you have a very massive room. So that, that, that sounds cool. Oh, no. There's two massive rooms upstairs. There's my room, my sister's room. Like my room itself, like you, you probably could have made four rooms out of these two sure. rooms, but it's like they gave up and just kept it as two big so my room is almost okay. I'm not even gonna lie; it's wow. arguably like three rooms because like, you got like one section like for the, bedroom, the house, one section for like the house I live room. in. Is it as big as like the entire first floor? Like, is that how big you're talking? Uh, wow, that's pretty. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, kind of. Cool. Yeah, yeah. 
It's, you know, it's nice. Cause like, here's the thing. I, I feel very thankful for it. Cause I feel like every time I've only moved a few times in my life, but every time I cool. moved, it's like a bigger room. So I've been thankful for that. Is it like the attic or something? Like having my own space. And I, that's cool. Attics are cool. Yeah. It's, it's like nice. an attic and everything. So it's yeah, you know, and I, God, I feel I, I probably sound so privileged right now. I'm just like, oh, I got this big room, but I, I do enjoy it because I like to spend time in here and like I can I can write, photo edit, I can I'm recording yeah. this podcast it's a space with you in my to room. Cultivate. Um, and it's it's a fun yeah, and and you made it that space. I it's love this cool. room. Let me tell you, I had a ball. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I I, you know, I was proud of myself. I hung up all my posters during quarantine. I actually. I have super bad OCD when it comes to hanging things. I get stressed because I feel like I'm not hanging it up in the right spot. So I just give up. So uh, my room's flooded with just random posters of like trippy blacklight posters to like an American Red Cross theme poster to band posters and everything in between. That reminds me, I have a like a demon painting. It's, it's a print of a painting that I got with store credit at a store that was closing down that I don't really want in my room. The next time you come over, you should take a look at it. Cause I feel like you might really like it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dope. Yeah. I appreciate it. Here, you know what? I'll do you, uh, I'll do you solid. Maybe sure. I'll, grab I mean, my if you like I'll it trade first, you off. But... Yeah. Sure. No, that'd be sick. I, uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be sick. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, you know, um, so the way they do these podcasts, it kind of maxes out at an hour. And don't get me wrong, we still have time. It's almost yeah. at the 50 minute mark, but I just wanted to kind of mention that quick. So just so we know, you know, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Posters pretty sick. I, um, you know, I feel like I need to kind of frame some of my edited photos and really kind of push the agenda. Cause I feel like I do it a lot and I don't put it out there and I'm going to try yeah. and really put it out there more. Cause like, you know, going back to, sorry, this, yeah, but with, huh? like, I know with the art world there, it's very hard with COVID, but when it's not like this, when, it, when things are normal, uh, there are art shows that I've been to in Connecticut where anyone can take their stuff and like it was in some abandoned factory and i think in like new haven or maybe bridgeport either one of those and it was this huge like former gun factory and uh it you know different artists signed up and they i don't know there was no real process but they were allowed to just take all their stuff and hang it up and show it to you know for people to potentially buy you know something like that like if it comes to it and if you get your stuff printed out, you know, that might be pretty cool, you know? Yeah. That's a good idea. And you know what, um, in that I've considered actually trying to, um, uh, like molten Java, they would have, you know, really nice coffee shop in Bethel plug. Um, they would, uh, you know, they would dedicate their walls every month to a new artist and they would have, you know, frame photos and, um, I was talking to my dad about it. He's like, oh, you should, um, you should do that. And I'm like, oh, it's a good idea. Except the difficult thing right now about they it will is soon. I don't think they really they have much of an indoor so, seating situation. Yeah, no, no, no. You should definitely talk about that with them. Oh, really? Uh, that'd be sick. Because I used to, man, I used to go to Mullen all the time. Like yeah. when I, you know, like a year or two ago, I would like 
yeah. constantly go there and just write. And now like recently I'm back into photo editing, which is like my first passion. So, you know, all about creating and keeping sane. Cause I feel like when you're not creating, doing something like fun and you get caught in the grind of working and going home and whatever, mm-hmm. it's just life gets a lot more frustrating. So, um, you know, so yeah, hoping to put that out more. Cause that was another thing I was mentioning like with Sarah and everything, you see her Instagram, she's constantly sharing things. And it's like, that's, that's smart. You need to put it out there to kind of be like adored and like, uh, you know, appreciated. And, uh, that's the best way to do it. Cause it's not going to do any good by hiding away my computer, you know? So yeah. you gotta start like kind of putting them out there. Uh, you know, I know I, I did one recently that I thought was real cool. Cause it was, we had gone hiking in Huntington, um, shadow Huntington park. Uh, and, uh, you know, we were hiking there, it got dark and we continued to keep hiking and it was really sick because we got in some deep conversations about anxiety and everything like that. Meanwhile, we could barely see where we're walking and all of a sudden we just hear these noises in the woods and it doesn't stop even though we're making noises. So then we head back and, you know, and we, we were ultimately fine, but of course the, the, the whole thing of, you don't know what's near you. You don't know what's causing noise. You know, is it a wolf? Is it a coyote? Is it? a bear cub, you know, probably a squirrel, but who knows? And yet we did the right approach. You know, we just, we didn't obviously go pick a fight with it. We just, you know, walked away. Um, but I, there was a photo I took when we got close to the car and that was that photo where I got a photo of the stars and the moon. And I took that and made it look all creepy looking where you see these eyes and it's this weird creature peering. And I thought it was really cool especially considering the fact that we like encountered something, you know? Yeah. I thought that was pretty, pretty sick. That's a story behind it. And people say it looks like Thomas the choo choo train. And I was like, I cannot, I I now keep seeing that. (laughs) I mean, you did intend it to have like a simple, simplistic face, right? With the circle and then the two kind of like dots inside of it. Um, yeah, I mean, I and, yeah, I added eyes just to kind of and, add and a Thomas whole, like, Jefferson, face not Thomas Jefferson, with, Thomas yeah. the Tank Engine is also like a simplistic face, you know, and that's a flat circle. So you know, it's like <laughs> they they Thomas, just they saw what you were trying to do, and then they took it somewhere you didn't want it to go, you know. Okay. Yeah, uh, I was like, okay, <laughs> getting told that this scary thing you made yeah. looks like a fucking like train a choo-choo train i don't know you know at least it invokes a reaction at least it invokes you know because it's kind of like in wrestling it's like you don't want to you either want to be loved or hated you don't want to be just ignored you know you want to react so you know i think um you know comedy in a sense is a type of appreciation because it's tying into a memory or something that brings you joy because that's what that's what humor is it's like a way of bringing joy out of something that was not joyful so you know so so not a not a bad comparison when you really break it down i mean yeah thomas the choo-choo train was a savage he he slayed some gang you know he went from town to town god knows doing what but (laughs) (laughs) he went from he went, uh, just picture him in Connecticut, just going from like Bethel to Dan to Newtown. Ooh, everyone yeah. try yeah, try really. town areas like watch so, for him. 
Yeah. Most of us are tri town, not tri state. We're not that big. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Jersey doesn't count, oh. but we're getting there. Yeah. But Brad, we should probably wrap this up at the 56 minute mark here just so it doesn't, you know, pass it up. I uh this flew by. Let me tell you, this was nice. I, I record a bunch of these episodes and me just ranting at the phone. And yeah. that that is entertaining for the first five minutes. The rest is just so it, it's been good to have a back and forth with a a tangible person that's cool. not yeah, me. I so that, that's cool. No, I'm, so it's been nice. It's been a nice it's been a nice podcast. That's right. Dare I say that there will be others like these. I dare to uh, say the same thing. That'd be sick. Wow. Wow. Well, plagiarism is a serious crime punishable by the court of law. Um, But we'll let it slide. We'll let it slide this time. So, you know, much respect. Uh, All right, Brad. Well, you you tell your roommates that I uh, tell them that Eli's coming and uh, the hit song and all my teachers thought it'd be funny to say it to me growing up and sure. um, all right. they'll know what it means. Yeah. And I, I'll tell my, um, uh, what am I going to tell? I'm going to tell my cat that. Um, <laughs> wow. That you're Brad. All right. All right. Insightful. I know. Glorious. All right, but for real, thanks for being on, Brad. This was dope. Um, I'm gonna let you go. You know, I've seen the yeah. time. I'm like, holy fuck, it's already like almost a lot. All right, well, uh, it's uh, been good. It's crazy. been nice. Now it's time to end this thing. Yeah. All right. All right. That's right. All right. Pull up. Here we go. This has been the Yak Yak Sourstone podcast, right? Ah, free close, the sour stone. The, okay. Free At the first, sour what the sour stone, stone was was oppressed. <laughs> then now this is this podcast is about the movement to liberate the sour stone. Uh, God, okay. you know, there's there there is some truth to that. Yeah. It is a sense of just freeing my imagination right. and free the sour stone. So thank you for all right. Goodbye. That. All right. Yeah. All right, yeah. Big Riggity. I want to thank our yeah. moms. Thank you yeah. for what you do. All right. Big Riggity.